Occasionally, myself and our coaching staff at DadStartingOver.com, we run into a client who has issues that go beyond the scope of coaching. They may have really severe anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and this is the point where our coaches stop and say, have you spoken to a therapist? What a lot of these men say is, I've looked into it, not a lot of options in my area, it can't work with my schedule, or I have an appointment schedule, but I can't get in for another four months. In other words, the need is there. They recognize the need. They see the value in the therapy, but the options for getting the therapy are extremely limited in their area. Well, thanks to our friends at BetterHelp.com, there is an option for you. BetterHelp is a unique service that allows you to talk to a licensed therapist from your area via your telephone or your computer. You can do voice chat with them if you wish. You can email back and forth. You can text with them all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at betterhelp.com DSO. That's betterhelp.com DSO and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. Hello, everyone. We have another Dear DSO entry on the website, and you can submit your own story to dadstartingover.com slash dear-dso. And if your story or question's a good one, I will answer it here in video format. And today's comes from a guy who calls himself straight to the point. And the subject line is explaining a restraining order, long divorce, and personality disorders without resorting to, quote, my ex was crazy. Dear DSO, I was married to a woman with borderline personality disorder. I recently had a new friend ask lots of questions about my divorce, which I don't dwell on and I normally keep to myself. But it has been a long and drawn out but it has been long and drawn out and it affects every aspect of my life. In short, the book, quote, Splitting, reads like a manual of how my partner planned her divorce strategy. Claims of abuse, restraining orders, crazy emails, trying to re relocate with the children, asking for 100% of nearly paid off house, and thousands of month in child support in exchange for 50-50 custody and so much more. How do I avoid, quote, my ex is crazy, or worse yet, my ex has borderline personality disorder, while still being honest with my new friend? I know when I hear, quote, my ex was a narcissist, I immediately withdraw from that person, as even though what they claim may be true, it shouldn't come out on a first date or before. I know that if I go there, I'll just be another in a long line of, quote, narcissists, regardless of what our relationship is really like. So, Mr. Straight to the Point, you're basically saying, this is true. My ex is mentally ill, and her form of mental illness is such that it really has caused me a lot of headaches, torment, stress, anxiety, and all kinds of awfulness. And now you are worried, on top of all this, what everyone will think of you as a result of your ex-partner's mental illness. You are worried that they will think what? That you're bullshitting them? That you're full of it? That you're in a long, one in a long line of narcissistic types that are blaming the other partner? Uh, really, it comes down to it's pretty simple. You know the truth. If you're with, you know, let's say a prospective romantic partner or male friend or whatever, 
and you get the sense of, or they outright tell you, I don't believe you, whose fault is that? It's theirs. Oh, well, they don't believe you. That's their problem. You know the truth. Uh, this is really common sentiment amongst a lot of guys who, uh, you're Mr. Nice Guy types. You're codependent types. Types that don't want to uh, ruffle any feathers. They uh, want to keep everything nice and smooth. They want to be everybody's buddy. These are the type of guys that will be overly worried about uh, all the stuff that the ex may potentially say bad about him. So uh, I know she's out there telling everyone that I cheated on her. I never did such a thing. I know she's telling everyone that I was abusive. And people that know me know that I've never laid a, a hand on the woman. I would never do anything like that. Why is she saying this? And all my friends are going to believe her. To which you just say, if they believe her over you, there's really nothing you can do about that. I mean, what are you going to do? Go on a campaign and you know, showing them documents and pictures? And No, you just say, I know the truth. You, friend, or again, prospective romantic partner, whether you choose to believe that truth or not, it's up to you. Nothing really I can do about that. If you, uh, you know, if I tell you my story, which by the way, I, I don't see anything wrong with being open and vulnerable with people. So you can just say, I'm having a really contentious divorce with the ex, and it's been going on for a couple of years now. And I really, you know, I was hoping, you know, two years ago that we could wrap this up, but. Um, to be open and honest with you, it's, she's made things really, really difficult for me. She's, um, she's not doing well. And her form of not doing well mentally is to really lash out at other people. And unfortunately, she's really lashing out at me and making life for me really difficult. If you, prospective romantic partner, potential girlfriend to be, somebody I'm dating, if that turns you off, and you want to run for the hills because you know you're dating a guy who's got a crazy ex in the wings. I understand. I get it 100. percent So, uh, but I'm just being transparent with you, being open and honest. I have nothing to hide here. Uh, I've been a good boy. So, take it or leave it. I guess. There's a lot of strength in that. And yes, you're going to chase some people away, but it's the truth, and it's it's your reality. You, you know, you could also have the reality of I have a debilitating disease and it causes me to not be able to uh, go out on dates. I have to go through treatments and stuff and I can only see you like once a month or something weird like that. Um, your uh, prospective date has every right to say, mm, I'm looking for more. That doesn't make them bad. It doesn't make you, you know, bad or weak or whatever. It's just that's the reality. So put the reality out there. This is what's going on. Potential girlfriend or friend or whatever. I got nothing to hide. It's what, it is what it is. Um, maybe what I'm seeing between the lines here is a, is a guy saying, I'm, I, I'm tired of being alone. I want a girlfriend. And my, the reality of my situation may scare away potential girlfriends. There is nothing more of a turnoff, men and women alike, but I think women are potentially more uh, sensitive to this simply because they may not be as, their judgment may not, may not be as clouded by I'm going to make men out to be animals here, but uh, we think what's be with what's between our legs quite a bit. So we will overlook a lot of crazy. We will overlook a lot of red flags if it means I get to sleep with a woman. If the woman makes me feel really good and she, you know, hyper validates me and she's very hypersexual and so forth, we'll be like, sure, I noticed 18 wine bottles in her, um, you know, kitchen trash can, but oh well, let's get it on. While a, uh, it seems to be a lot of women that I talk to are a little bit more pragmatic about this sort of thing. And uh, they really um, put their potential dates for the ringer. 
which is you know good for them. I think we can learn a lot from women that are wired in that way. But one thing that a lot of these women are very hypersensitive to is little um, things in the stories that your personal story that don't add up. Like, I thought you said this yesterday, but now you're saying this. What's the truth here? And uh, boy, they pick up on that real quick. And if they get a sense that you are trying to hide something, some truth from them in order to win their favor, it does just the opposite. If she's a good woman and she's got a good head on her shoulders, she will look right through that and say, something's off about this dude. The fact that he's hiding a truth from me to try to win my favor, a gal that he barely knows, ooh, something's not quite right. And you know what? She'd be right. Something's not quite right, dude. You're hiding something. You're hiding the truth because you want to win the favor of these women, these potential romantic partners of yours that, frankly, you barely know, and you don't want to scare them away. Not good, dude. Just something to gnaw and some food for thought, all right? So thank you so much for writing in. I greatly appreciate it. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information, like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood, but none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on one-on-one -on -one coaching with myself and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.